Welcome back to I'm Open. We've got an awesome episode coming up with Evan Holly here in studio. Today we're going to be talking about the spank heard around the world, coaches dissing their own teams, and athletes' superstitions about testosterone. All this and so, so much more coming up next on I'm Open. family we are hitting the ground running in 2020 we are back in studio with evan holly a fan favorite guest evan thank you for coming back we have a lot to discuss uh thank you for having me second time hopefully of many here on i'm open bro let's get to it i'm super excited all right so the, the fans have been waiting for you to come back you're back 2020 new year old guest but a lot of new shit to talk about Just last week, or just this this past week, the LSU Tigers, they won against the Clemson Tigers, Tiger on Tiger violence in the college football playoff. LSU, they are the national champions. But, um, you know, I love Coach O, Ed Orgeron, the coach of LSU. He talks like, whoa, Tigers! So, sorry, <laughs> I just spit a little bit on your glasses, Evan, as I was saying that. But that is literally how he talks. <laughs> I will show you guys I'm open family. If you if you had to play football, even though my, most of you guys probably don't want to get concussed or, or not be able to walk when you're 40 years old and need to use a wheelchair. No, I'm not trying to roast these guys. I'm just saying their bodies get destroyed. If I did play football, I would want to play to, for a guy like Coach O. The guy literally looks like he could still play offensive line and he talks like this. Go <laughs> Tigers. So, <laughs> love it. Obviously, the guys love him classic. so much. And he's a classic. He's a classic yeah. old school coach. But... The big story that kind of overshadowed basically a lot of the things that happened at the title game, even though LSU might be, a lot of people are saying, might be the best college team ever. Their quarterback won the Heisman, which is like the MVP for college uh, players, for all those in the I'm Open family who haven't heard of the Heisman before. The team didn't lose a single game. But, you know, a lot of this is being overshadowed now by Odell Beckham. Now, sliding them my man, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Evan saw it already. Now... Uh, a lot of with college big games like this, a lot of times they like alumni come back and go to the game, support the guys, and chill in the locker room. And in this case, LSU, they have had a lot of guys go to the pros. So uh, when you look at that LSU team that Odell Beckham was on, it's kind of insane to think that they didn't even, they weren't even ranked in the top ten because they had Odell Beckham on their team, Jarvis Landry, both of those guys were in the NFL. Zach Mettenberger, uh, Lyle Collins, who's on the Cowboys, Vidal Alexander, he's in the NFL as well. They're running back Jeremy Hill and Alfred Blue. Both of those dudes are in the NFL. And they also have Daniil Hunter, who led the NFL in sacks this season. Tredavious White, who's a pro bowler. Jalen Mills, who plays on the Eagles. Quan Alexander, who's on the Niners. Deion Jones. The whole team is fucking NFL players. Sounds like a team, right? They still didn't even make the top 10. Somehow, with Odell's team, which is hard to believe. But this year, they won the fucking championship. They won it all. And Odell's whole team was basically back to celebrate like wow. they had won the title. Now, I don't want to start any controversies, but that might have been some rigged stuff yeah. going on. I know. They literally had like <laughs> 10 pro bowlers. And they couldn't. They were like ranked like 14th in the country. Pretty embarrassing. But it goes to show it's not just about the talent. It's about the coaching. It's about the program. Great coaching. Shout out to Coach O. This year, all those guys were back pretending like they won the whole damn thing. Yeah. Dancing, partying in the locker room. Odell was running around on the field. Like <laughs> Evan mentioned before, he was giving out huge wads of cash to a lot of the players on LSU, the stars on LSU, on the field. Yep, man. He, he I took, 
put on a fake out <laughs> fake football outfit and like hey man what's good man <laughs> I was running bench. back <laughs> <laughs> I was on the bench for a long time you know? yeah so Odell he was yeah he was handing out a bunch of fake ca- well he was handing out a bunch of cash he took out like huge stack and was just giving bills to all these different players Justin Jefferson the star receiver Joe Burrow the quarterback and also in the locker room you know, you would think that that was kind of like the controversial moment I was talking about, Evan. There was actually a more controversial lo- moment in the locker room during which one of the LSU linemen was sitting smoking a cigar in the locker room of the Superdome. Okay. Now, it's indoors, so the guys are all celebrating smoking cigars, but the troopers there were like, y'all can't smoke in here, y'all can't smoke in here. Oh, and the guys man. were like, we just won the fucking national championship, yeah. we're going to smoke cigars in here. And they kept saying, like, you can't smoke, you can't smoke. Ah, stop being uptight. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, obviously, Evan, you, you know, and Odell were on the same page. He was like, stop being uptight, and he let him live. And he ended up spanking one of the state troopers right, on the rear end. <laughs> Was it like a, one of those football spanks? Like, all right, good, good game. But, you know what? Or, or was it like, bitch, you little punk? You know what? I'm going to show you, Evan. I'm glad you asked. I'm going to show the show Evan now, as you guys all can hear us, but you cannot see us. I'm going to show Evan the re- the the video of, of in the locker room because somebody actually caught it on video uh, of him spanking the see this. Okay. So you can see number 68 is smoking a cigar. The officer's telling him, put it away, and you see Odell in the back. (laughs) (laughs) That was kind of disrespectful. (laughs) That was a little disrespectful, I would have to say. He he treated him like a child. Like, oh, you know, yeah. um, Odell, man. Evan, yeah, Evan, you're right. Like, Odell didn't give him the, like, it wasn't like a, a like a good work pat. Yeah, no. Nah. Or, like, do your job pat. It was like a ha-ha. Like, yeah, he, he started was, dancing after. <laughs> he was fucking with him. Yeah, yeah. And I know Odell, like, he's from New Orleans, right? He grew up there. It was The game was in New Orleans. Yeah. He went to LSU where he was a superstar, right? He He's friends with the Manning family who fucking own New Orleans, yeah. right? But still, you can't spank a cop. Nah, nah. If it was other <laughs> circumstances, he might have been in jail. To your point, Evan, today, an arrest warrant was just released. Oh, Lord, come on. For Odell. Oh, man. All right, so it was disrespectful. But it sounds like a pride arrest at this point. Because mm-hmm. it was like, it was, I, I bet they'll probably be like, oh, you assaulted a police officer or some BS. No, he didn't do that. Yeah. But it was still kind of disrespectful. So the officer was probably like, oh, I'm going to. Oh, I see. You gonna try to embarrass me in front of all these these people mm-hmm. while you got all this protection around you? You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? You know, I don't know. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Yeah, I think you're right. Of like, I understand. Like the the guy should have been chill. Like, look, it's the championship game. Yeah, this, these guys have been waiting for the moment the whole lives, right? Yep. Let them smoke one cigar. What the fuck is really gonna happen? Is the building gonna collapse onto itself or something? No, it's, it's not. No, but. And Odell, let's be honest, his team won the championship. I'm sure he had had a drink or nine yeah. somewhere in between <laughs> there. He looked like he was a little, <laughs> he looked like he was feeling good. Yeah. Still, though, you got to know eventually you can't spank. I think he just assumed like, yo, it's, it's, we're in Louisiana. These are Louisiana state troopers. They yeah. probably love LSU. He's probably going to be with it. I'm Odell Beckham. He probably yeah. loves me. I can probably just give him an autograph and, and call it a day. Yeah. But the spank... 
you know, grown men don't really like to be spanked. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some do, but in a really, in a really, I mean, sa- in a safe context. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, I would say you, we don't really know the intention behind the spank. Um, however, you know, in that environment, it could be could have even been playful. It looked kind of disrespectful because he started dancing and talking looked like he was saying something but you don't know what he was saying he could have just been saying we won come on man you know yeah you know what i'm saying so it's hard to tell but um i think that um it was a reaction to them being like kind of uptight yeah for sure and then the police's reaction was kind of up continuously uptight because now he wants to arrest well it's um, also funny that in the moment he didn't really do shit. No. He's like, stop, stop it. Yeah. And then yeah. like a couple of days later, yeah. he's, he's there like, like... think about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a video out. Ah, yeah. Now I got I to look strong. Now I'm a police officer. That's yeah. a good... Well, that's a, you bring up a great point of it that I didn't even think of. Yeah. Do you think if the video hadn't come out, do you think that um, he would have he would have issued the arrest warrant? Or no. do you think it's the embarrassment of knowing that millions of people now have seen him get spanked on Instagram. I think it's the embarrassment. I mean, if if it wasn't on video, probably probably wouldn't even known about it at all. Mm-hmm. And then especially now like there there's so like there's like no there would've been no proof, right? No. He wouldn't have done anything at that moment. There'd been no proof that he got spanked. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny to say. <laughs> it's police officer got spanked. It's kind of funny, but see, I'm laughing at it him right funny. now. It's kind of funny. So he's probably feeling kind of some type of way about it. And you know that that's his reaction now since it's yeah. all over the news and everything. Everybody saw it. You know, I think you're right. I think it's a defense mechanism where he's like he wants revenge. Yeah. And if it wouldn't have come out, they just would have played it off, and he probably would have been like, "Hey, Odell, just send me a signed jersey." Yeah. And and I'll give it to my kid, and we'll I mean, call it a day. Imagine right? this: if there was no video, and the police officer was like. Yo, I'm going to put out a ret- arrest warrant for Odell Beckham Jr. because he spanked me. Everybody be like, look, we don't believe that. Go, go ahead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, what are the chances of that? That, or, that, that that sounds weird. Or people like, you know, you know what? Keep your love life outside of your work life. Right. We don't need to right. know about who's spanking me. Who. Man, you probably like it. <laughs> I think you're right, too. And I think this brings up another question. Do you think alumni should be allowed to be in the locker room like Odell... Now, obviously, people are giving a lot of accolades, a lot of credit to the LSU Tigers, the Bayou Bengals, as they call themselves, Mm -hmm. for this big win. But, like, we're now talking about Odell. We're not talking about Joe Burrow or Jamar Chase or, you know, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, all the superstars in the team. So, do you think the players should be allowed to be in the locker room or do you think they should just be in in the stands with the rest of the audience, the fans? I mean, I would say, I mean, I'm not sure. I think... I mean, I think they have a right to come back as their alumni, you know. That's kind of like the thing when you leave a college, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. and that like that's a tight-knit community, especially for the football players and stuff like the coaches and all that. That's in Odell Beckham Jr.'s blood. Yeah. For real, for real. So he should be able to be allowed back into the locker room and stuff. And, I mean, but it is Odell Beckham Jr. So is, like, has every, even, like, the... Last person on the bench allowed back. A lot of guys were about. coming back. Yeah, even the ones they forget about, like the ones that was like <laughs> never played. He was just packed a squad. You know what I'm saying? Did he come back? You I don't know. You don't even know. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, that's kind of like a exclusive community of people. Like there's not mm-hmm. that many people who get the opportunity to play in college team and and hell even see a championship yeah. for their team at all. Yeah. So I think it's fair to 
let them back in the locker room. And if they want, they could be in the in the crowd too. I mean, you know, same difference, you know. Um, but even then, you should probably let them on the field. It's like, oh man, I used to be on this field anyway. You know, mm-hmm. why not? You know. No, I think it's a good point, Evan. And also, I think it's got to add to the motivation as a player, right? Because when you saw these guys partying in the locker room, like Odell was dancing crazy. We know he loves to dance anyway, but he was just he was he was partying in the locker room He's like a he good won. Time. Yeah. And a lot of the guys on the team, I mean, a lot of the alumni, the former LSU Tigers, were getting lit in the locker room like they had won the championship. Yeah. And I think the guys really do feel like they did win the championship. That Absolutely. program is with them for life. So even if you're not there, they feel like, hey, if I can be a mentor to this player, if I can teach him some little move I have or some little trick, some strategy I use to get past a defensive back or break a tackle, that's my way to contribute. And you can tell that it wasn't just talk. The guys legit felt like I'm one. I'm exactly. All of us won. Hell, like when they bring someone into the Hall of Fame from mm-hmm. teams, the NFL, college, whatever the mm-hmm. case may be, they are still part of the team. They're like, mm-hmm. you are in the Hall of Fame under the this team's banner, whoever the team may be. Peyton Manning, he ended with the Broncos, but when he's going to go in the Hall of Fame, he's going to be a cult, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he's always part of that culture. They invite him back, you know. Hey, they'll go for it. You know? And I think especially in a moment like this, in a game like this, it reminds you as a player like how much this means. You're like, yo... This is not just for me. This isn't just for my guys in my recruiting class. This is for people who played at LSU 10, 15, 20 years ago. Absolutely. They feel like they've been building this program the whole time. Yeah. And it kind of, I feel like if I was in the locker room and you had these vets, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham, even kind of older guys who were coming in, Marcus Spears and guys who are like now retired and stuff, you're like, whoa, like. This is why we're doing this for this tradition. And you can make yourself a legend in Louisiana for a long time for the rest of your life, which is what all these guys just did. So absolutely. Yeah. And obviously shout to Odell. Some people were saying that it was fake cash that he was giving out on the field. Uh, no, I'm sure he had, had some doubt. So, but then the quarterback, Joe Burrow who was the MVP of the game. And also the, um, the Heisman winner said, no, it was real. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> he bought like some some good some chains or something. So it's but fun. also back kind of like mm-hmm. back. Don't mean to backtrack a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. But even like just there, he's still part of that fabric because mm-hmm. th- he probably taught something to one of the freshman players before he left to the NFL. That freshman player probably played for a few years and then taught what he learned from Odell to the next generation. Mm-hmm. And now they're here winning championships. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's this this. Tapestry. Let's use a yeah. You're nice right. Artistic Absolutely. Word, you know you build that rich tapestry you know community. I mean? Exactly. Each thread, exactly. one thread at a time. Exactly. Exactly. And that's and Odell clearly cares a lot about that. It seemed like he was close with the guys. It didn't seem like it was like hi, nice to meet you. It seems like I think some of the guys were like little brothers to him. The receivers, especially Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson, were awesome in the game. Like he was like hugging them after the game. Yeah. One of the guys was wearing the like air. The Air OBJ, like cleats yeah. that OBJ always wears. One uh-huh. of the guys was wearing some fresh purple and gold OBJs nice. in the game, right? Yeah. So it's like, obviously, he's been with the guys the whole time. Absolutely. And he probably bet on the game, let's be honest. You're yeah. allowed to bet. You don't have, you're not allowed to bet on the NFL, but you're allowed to bet on college yeah. if you play NFL. I'm sure he put money on the game. He's probably like, oh, hey, shit. y'all boys hey. just won me. <laughs> y'all boys just won me 50K. Yeah, right? Some. <laughs> Right, Sounds so good. and the funny thing is, they actually on a on another podcast, not quite as good as this podcast, but I'm sure they're doing their best. 
uh, Joe Burrow, the quarterback, went on as a guest, and they were like, "So it was fake money, right?" And he was like, "No, nah, man, I don't. I'm not a student." Yeah. anymore so i can tell you it's real yeah uh so like who knows the also, guy y'all should be paying this yeah right? y'all should, <laughs> i think that's the point they should be paying them anyway yeah. so if the schools aren't gonna do it odell can just yeah. do it in hard cash you know yeah. at the end of the season shoot i mean it's not no incentive or anything they can't even twist words in that time it's a, yeah. a gift you know what i mean yeah with hey and if, if joe burrow gave even if uh, odell gave Bur- joe burrow a couple thousand dollars in cash which is pretty generous on the, like, on the like spot, the right? <laughs> That's still not even close to being worth everything he brought the program Absolutely in terms not. of people buying jerseys, going to games, yeah. them being on ESPN, Mm-mm-mm. in the championship game, everything. So Mm-mm-mm. just pay the guys. Pay it's the like, guys. It's, it's weird how there's a consensus that they should be being paid and then it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. But, you know, hey, we're going to do Well, ma- yeah, maybe the NCAA will get jealous. Of Odell and be like, oh, we're supposed to be the ones taking care of y'all. Maybe they'll be like, oh, we'll pay you guys. Cause maybe, but no. Or maybe Odell <laughs> can just fix it and just pay every single college. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, but you know. <laughs>
I, you know, luckily we have our resident WWE expert here in the house today. I didn't yeah. even know that he had made an appearance there, but yep. he does seem like he has a lot of interests and he could be, and he's also like almost seven feet tall. Like the guy could be like a villain in like yeah. Bond movies and stuff. Like <laughs> he could, I feel like he has an entertain, or he could be a wrestler. Like I feel yeah. like he has an entertainment options outside of uh, boxing. Yep. Um, but the way he is getting focused, Evan, and he's out to prove you wrong because yeah. he's got a really interesting way of training and getting focused, which is masturbating seven times a day. <laughs> Do you oh, think boy. this is helpful? Now, <laughs> he's getting ready to swing on Wilder by swinging on his genitalia <laughs> as much as he fucking can. I thought about that same joke as soon as that came out of your mouth. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, and let me just contrast this because both of these guys, now this is why, this is why boxing is, is back because you need personalities. You need yeah. <laughs> things that it's not just, we, and this is the same for, this is why people love Odell, right? This is why people love Russell Westbrook yeah. because of everything and not just because they can make a basket or catch the ball, right? Yeah. Because of the whole package. So with Fury, uh, his whole personality, he loves to talk shit and he, yeah. and he like taunts people a little bit in the ring. Mm -hmm. Now he's got this thing, uh, this train, <laughs> interesting training tactic. But Deontay Wilder is a very passionate guy too. Yeah. He's got a lot of interest. He's interesting to talk to. He's got, he's going a different way with his training. He said he's been training with like the heaviest chains he's got. Yeah. Not like chains like you would use to like tie up a trailer to like a truck, like yeah. some nice Cuban links. Okay. So. Just fancy chains. So like some fancy, nice gold Go chains. chains. Okay. He's using them to box because he's like, they're really heavy. So I'm going to be feel lighter in the ring. Okay. Um, do you identify with either of these training tactics or both? Probably more the chain one, but it's, it's still kind of just like excessive. But I mean, like you could put like one of those biker chains on your back and mm -hmm. work out. That's actually something we use sometimes. I'm a personal trainer if you didn't know, but sometimes you use chains mm -hmm. for some workouts, put a little weight on you. Or like a weighted vest or something like that, so you can like move a little bit quicker, feel a little bit lighter when you take that off. You know what I'm saying? So I get that to an extent, but he's all rich and stuff. He's gonna use fancy gold chains. Right, <laughs> yeah. Fine, whatever. You just show off. <laughs> but um, as for the jerking off one, uh, the, the swing of the genitalia, uh, I'm not sure about that one. I mean, sometimes when I uh finish. Mm -hmm. Myself, I feel a little tired. <laughs> I don't know about you. <laughs> like you need a nap. Yeah, I need a nap. So I don't know if that's like the best strategy. But who knows? Maybe he's his reaction is a little mm -hmm. different different than mine. I don't know. But sometimes I just want to take a nap out there. <laughs> you know, it was interesting. And and well, you know, when Evan like like Evan mentioned when he tells you about the 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 weighted vest, the change, the biker chains. This is from you know this is his job professional trainer he trains people every day so you work people out like that usually maybe not thousand you know no, multiple thousand dollar chains but uh <laughs> you know it, there is some sort of connection to physical training that goes with that one absolutely now fury's um tyson fury's reasoning for this is he's saying he wants to have his testosterone levels pumping really high so he's like really like aggressive i guess because he thinks he has more testosterone now I've heard some like boxers in the past who have said they like won't have sex at all 
for like six that. months prior to a fight. I've heard I that think more Mayweather frequently. does that, right? Yeah. I think Mayweather's like the whole like months and months leading up to a fight doesn't have sex. Yeah. So it's like, which one is it? Do you want to like keep all your testosterone pent up inside you, or do you want that bitch just like flowing like a fire hose? Like, yeah, like <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to know. Yeah, that's a tough one. It's man. hard to know. Um, but I like definitely a heard. The, yeah, we might need a doctor near. But I have heard more often that uh, athletes not take part in any sexual activity. Mm-hmm. Uh, before fights or whatever event, big time event. So I'm if Tyson Fury is going for the opposite, I feel like it's probably worked more in by not coming every day for seven, especially seven times. That sounds excessive. You your dick gonna fall off? <laughs> Straight up, man. It's just gonna, how many? Goddamn! Especially with his fucking. Maybe I'm old. <laughs> no, he's older than you. That's true. And especially with his fucking big ass boxing hands, like you might hurt yeah. yourself, oh, bro. Man. Like you be shaping and stuff during the match in the fight. <laughs> maybe you know maybe he's lying maybe it's just an intimidation tactic but i feel like that's not really something you just make up off the cuff it's just confusing it's just he's he's before he's when they hitting gloves before the fight he's gonna whisper to him i just jerked up he's gonna throw him off real quick (laughs) like what don't touch my hands I feel like in between the third and fourth round, he's going to need to go like jerk it right, right. quick and he's then come take back Take off out. his gloves, unwrap his hands real quick. <laughs> you I'm, see him in the corners real quick. I mean, I'm sorry to get vulgar here for, for the I'm Open family. I know kids listen to the show oh, too, Lord. but we have to cover the news. And sorry, children. Sorry, but I mean, it's like when you get your body used to seven times a day, what if he's Man. like, when he's flying over for the fight? What's he going to do? I mean, I guess do like a little solo mile high club or something. I guess. And for the fight, the fight's about 45 minutes. Is he going to be able to last the whole time without masturbating? Who knows? I don't know. Maybe he's going to have to, just between every round, just just rub (laughs) one out real quick. (laughs) Well, you know, all all of this is just building up anticipation to the fight. Absolutely. Um... Makes, <laughs> I was to say it makes me want to watch it more, but no, it's not really. Not really. It makes you curious. <laughs> makes you a little curious. <laughs> makes you curious. Now, something oh, else man. I'm curious about, Evan, and we were just talking about this gentleman recently, Floyd Money Mayweather. Uh, now, the little guy hasn't been boxing much lately, uh, and he may or may not be retired. We'll, we'll nah, see. We never know. Yeah, you never retired. really know with him. But one thing he has taken up doing with some free time, he is training... Antonio Brown. Okay. Uh, so Antonio Brown disgraced NFL, NFL. wide receiver. Yeah. We talked about him several times here on the show as well. Uh, he seems like he's having, let's just say, I hope he finds a good therapist because he yeah. seems like he's going through a lot. Yeah. And he now just released a song um, as well. It. it was kind of, it was media. It was like uh, what you would expect. Like he could yeah. probably pay for all the production he yeah. wants, right? So like Absolutely. the production is decently there. Um, it's all the whole thing is I got a whole lot of money. I got a whole lot of money, which is true. Uh, yeah. And he, and he like pays for like a fancy video. He's deep and he like makes some like kind of like auto tune featureize his voice. I'll have to check it out. So yeah. I'll give it a listen. Why not? He's working on different stuff. He has Floyd Mayweather training him. Also training in the Mayweather gym currently, Jussie Smollett's alleged attacker. Um, well, when I say alleged, like I guess... 
Mm. He did actually attack him. So he had those two Nigerian guys who who were like actors with him on Empire. And they were brothers, right? Yeah. And it turned out that those were the guys who he like paid them to jump him or something? Yeah, yeah, something like that, man. Something? It's still kind of confusing. It's confusing, diluted, man. Don't know what's true. Don't know what's not. Maybe in like 2045, uh, finally the truth will come out. We'll have like a, you know. He's just going to be really old and he's just going to be like, you know what? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. You know what? I threw myself down the stairs. Yeah. That's where the bruises are. Yeah. Who knows? But like, alleged, so allegedly the guy who ended up attacking him was one of these brothers okay. from the show. Now that guy is training to fight for real. Also with Mayweather's camp, he's not being trained specifically by Floyd Mayweather. Mm. He's being trained by Mayweather, same trainer. Okay. So... There's a lot of pop culture connections going on. You have Justice Malay's, you know, planted attacker. Yeah. You got AB. Are you surprised all these guys are working with Mayweather? I'm just curious how this alleged attacker just got that connection to work with Mayweather's group. But, you know, He's I mean, famous now. I mean, I in a weird so. way, it kind of like, he already was famous off the show, but yeah. it definitely upped his profile. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, I mean... I mean, that's an interesting group of people in there. <laughs> yeah. I would say a lot from a lot of different areas. Athletes from different sports, actors, I guess, you know, now. Or mm-hmm. kind of actors, not really actors, but, yeah. you know, lower level actors. It's a funky you know? bunch, unexpected yeah. kind of group. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but they got a good team behind them, I would I say. I guess so. You know, Mayweather is undefeated. 50 and 0. Undefeated for a reason, except for in that Olympic game. Yeah. Way, 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 way. Back yeah, yeah. You know, people always forget about that one. Mm-hmm. So he's not technically he's not, but that hey, was still, it was controversial yeah. Yeah. loss. It wasn't really a loss. And he, let's be honest, he, he avoided fighting Pacquiao until he was like fifty yeah, years old. I'm yeah. not saying Pacquiao definitely yeah. would have beat him. I mean, but Floyd did kind of duck some dudes yeah. who he could have fought. I mean, taking nothing away from Mayweather, man, he he he's still. I mean, still beating fifty people is incredible. Yeah, yeah. and they're all. Technically, professional boxers. He, he, <laughs> yeah. Like, come yeah. on. You got to be doing something, right? Yeah, like, come is. on. <laughs> uh, so, you know, unexpected group there between Jesse Smollett's, Jesse, the guy who fought, we not really fought Jesse Smollett, but you, you guys, you've been listening. You know who yeah, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Between him, between AB, obviously, we know Floyd isn't necessarily scared of controversy. So I guess he's like, hey, my arms are open. You know, everybody, my doors are open. Everybody yeah. calm down. Another sort of odd fighting situation we had was with a Cuban baseball star. His name is Yoeni Cespedes. He's back home in Cuba for the the break now, for the offseason in baseball. He's got a big farm back home in Cuba. And he's got, like, animals on his farm and stuff. And he has gotten injured by a boar on the farm. Oh, man. Um, Apparently, they have, like, a big plot of land. So they have, like, traps in case wild animals come on the farm. A wild boar got, like, caught in the trap. And it, like knocked him over when he was trying to like get it from the trap yeah. and it like messed up his ankle or something so huh. now you know his health is in question for the season oh that sucks should he get in trouble at all for this or it's like it's no, hard to man. control no nah, man if he's got a farm and he's doing things over there like yeah that's his other gig like you know yeah stuff happens Actually, happens. he could have been walking down the sidewalk and walking down the street stepped off the curb wrong and twisted his ankle man <laughs> yeah and it's weird it's a weird one I mean, you don't see baseball star injured by wild boar all the time. No, no. But it's also like he can't. It's kind of out of his control. Yeah, I'm sure he wasn't hoping to get into a tussle with a wild no. boar when he woke up for the morning. <laughs> He's, He's like, like ah, just stretched, wake up, like, oh, I'm gonna fight a boar. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he needs like a groundskeeper or something to handle his farm. But also, it's like 
you got to give him credit. He's a still a down to earth guy. He came up from Cuba, even though he's a multi multi millionaire now. Yeah. He's like, look, I'm not too I'm not too big to not handle my own shit mm. in my own house. Absolutely. So if we caught a wild boar in the trap, I'll handle it. It's my yeah. <laughs> one day. One day when I'm super successful, millionaire and famous and awesome, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. I would love to still do things for myself. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. I mean, sure, I'll have people help me with some certain yeah. things because that's nice, you know. Of man. course. Why not, you know, at that point if you got the, mm-hmm. the means. But, you know, I am a, like to think I'm a pretty independent person, you know. I like to do things for myself. I like to cook sometimes, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, shoot. I mean, I'd like someone to cook for me sometimes too. But, you know, yeah. I'm not going to just be one of those, like, floating around, not doing anything type people, you know. Just what sit I mean? back and yeah. let everybody. Yeah. Exactly. And I think you got to hand it to him. Keeps you young, you know what It's mean? not his fault. It's not like he was skydiving or something yeah. like that, unless he lied about it. But it, this seems like a kind of a, That's deep a weird lie. lie. Exactly, it seems yeah. like kind of deep to be a lie. Very specific. Most people they the the go to lie when people get injured doing shit they're not supposed to do in the off season is I slipped in the shower. Yeah, that's what everybody says. Yeah. I slipped in the shower, which is so if he if he probably did a little bit but didn't hurt yourself. And yeah, like, technically, <laughs> technically I did, <laughs> but also I was skateboarding. Yeah, and I was blazed yeah. or whatever. Right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but um. You know, you can't really blame him. I agree with you. You got to go the other way. Yeah. Like, this man, he's still maintaining his own property, his own house. And you got to respect a celebrity who could still cook for themselves, whatever, pack their own bags, fucking dress themselves at this point. Because a lot of these people have stylists who just pick out their clothes. Yeah. And you got to hand it to somebody who's like, you know what? I'm a grown man. Yeah. I can, whatever, mow my lawn, set traps for boars. I'm going to go play with this boar. still listening to i'm open don't forget to give us a rating write us a review and follow us on instagram at i'm open underscore pod enjoy the rest of the show the most of it that could have been the silver yeah, lining absolutely so you know we we'll, we don't know if that pork got roasted but a lot of people have been getting roasted lately and that's yeah. what we're about to talk about All now right. the nfl season the regular season just wrapped up yep playoffs we're in the thick of the playoffs we have four teams left as we are recording this now there's a good chance by the time you're listening to this i'm open family there'll only be two teams left and i'm predicting right now it's going to be the niners and the chiefs in the super bowl yeah I think it might be the be... Titans, man. Well, we'll see. It'll Titans be might be in there, man. They they dangerous right now. They're looking good. Yeah. Henry can't be stopped. Henry is a freaking bust. <laughs> like, oh my god, he's bullying people out there. He's making people look like children. I'm just he's saying. looking like Optimus Prime <laughs> out here. Yeah. yeah. Man. <laughs> and then he's like turned back into like a truck or a sixteen wheeler, running exactly. people over, like, and then starts flying, shooting fire exactly. out of his and ass. And he's fast as all hell. He like, what is this? And he's like, big on the two hundred and sixty pounds. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, all that's going on. But for all the teams that have already been eliminated, their coaches, you know, as you do every season, they come and kind of wrap up, have their exit interviews. How do you think the season went? Would you, you know, what do you plan for next season? Et cetera, et cetera. So we've had a lot of interesting things coming out. For example, Adam Gase, he's the coach of the New York Jets. 
And their big, big free agent acquisition this past offseason was Le'Veon Bell. He was one of the best yeah. players in football, superstar. Absolutely. They asked him if Le'Veon Bell was coming back next year, and he was basically just like, I don't know. Well, no comment. And it's like, well, he's still under contract. Yeah. So that feels like a little bit of a sneak diss. It does. Um, and, and a lot of coaches have been following Gase's lead and dissing their players even though that wasn't necessarily saying, I don't want him back. It's yeah. like when you're star running back, they're saying, what are your expectations for next year? And he's just like, I don't know, no comment. It's like, why don't you say, yeah, he's going to be the star of our team. Yeah, I mean, they. I feel like they should word it a little differently. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because even if they're like doing some contract negotiations, mm-hmm. they want to make the player feel good if they actually want him. Yeah. You know, and if they d- don't want him, I mean, don't want to look like a dick because then yeah. no one's going to want to work for you. You know what I'm saying? So... They should probably wear that a little differently, I would say. All of his teammates love Le'Veon. Mm-hmm. He's been really good, and he's still under contract, like you were saying. And he's popular around the league. He has a lot of friends. Yeah. I don't think his friends and other colleagues are going to take kindly to a coach saying, I don't know if we're going to have him back or not, for one of the star players on the team, yeah. when he still has two years left on his contract. Yeah. Honestly, it's disrespectful, and Le'Veon definitely noticed. He kind of commented and responded on social media so he noticed, right? Yeah, so it's absolutely. like coming back next year to work, to training camp, it's going to be awkward as hell. And he's kind of put his team in a weird position mm-hmm. where they kind of have to trade Le'Veon or do something with him or get rid of the coach. Or he has to have a sort of a come to Jesus moment. Let's all hug and be friends again. Yeah, man. They should do that one. I mean, something, right? Yeah, hug it out, guys. Let's hug it out or something. Somebody else really needs to hug it out. Bruce Arians and Jameis Winston. Now, Jameis made history this season. He's talked about him also on the on the pod before. Famous Jameis, he led the league in touchdowns and interceptions this year, mm. and he was one of the first quarterbacks ever. I think he actually might have been the first quarterback of all time to do that. To do, not to just do that, but to I think there's been like four or five before who have done yeah. touchdowns and interceptions. Like Brett Favre used to that do that sense. type of thing, but um, to have over thirty touchdowns and over thirty interceptions. That's a lot of interceptions, which though. is a lot of <laughs> touchdowns and a lot of interceptions. <laughs> It's basically it, like two of fine, each a game. But, like, they can almost cancel each other out at that point, you yeah. know? Because, like, you, if you score a touchdown one drive, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the other team scores. Mm-hmm. Then your turn. You throw an interception. They score another touchdown. And you're down. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. you're evening it out too much, man. You got to bring those interceptions down a bit. It is almost like a one-step-forward, two-step-back situation. It is. He did make history. It is incredible. He did lead the league in touchdowns, so he can't forget that. But it's like when you basically have almost as many interceptions. Yeah. And he also led the league in yards, which is pretty... I mean, I mean, it's exciting. Yeah. Whether you like him, whether yeah. you don't like him, it's going to be exciting. Cool. You might not know what's going to happen, but you know something's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, that's it's like not exciting to gonna... watch. <laughs> <laughs> you know somebody's going to catch it. You don't yeah. know what color they might be wearing. Exactly. <laughs> 50%. <laughs> so, you know, uh, the coach of the uh, the Buccaneers, Bruce Arians is his name, he might kind of agree with you about these doubts here about the whole one step forward, two step back, because they asked him about next season, the prospects of next season, what he thinks about the team, mm-hmm. if he thinks this can be a winning team. And he basically was like, look, if we can win with Jameis, we can win with anybody. Now, that is even Ouch. more of a diss. <laughs> I mean, with, with Gase to Le'Veon, at least he was like, no comment. It's still kind of like you can yeah. read between the lines. Why would you say no comment about yeah. your star player to say, yeah, we love him. He's a superstar. <laughs> I'm not trying to gas that up, but I'm gassing that up. That's disrespectful. So. <laughs> the second one is disrespectful. As yeah, hell. the second they one. They both are disrespectful. Yeah, but the second one's more. It's it like, is, damn. Uh, what so what? <laughs> 
shit. They going to get a high school player to come in there and be quarterback and say, fuck it, we're going to still win. Yeah, I mean, you we can win with him, we can win with anybody. That's fudge. a little... Excuse my French, sorry. Fudge. fudge. <laughs> no, that's fudge. okay. This is, we, don't, we don't censor on this podcast. <laughs> but to say we can win with anybody is a little... It's not like anybody. Yeah. Like, Jameis might not be a top 10 quarterback in the, wor- in the world or in yeah. the league. But it's not like he's, like, not in the top 1,000 or something. Like, he's probably still top 20. Check it. Coach, if you're listening, you said anybody, <laughs> hey, my name is Evan Holly. <laughs> I'll be a great quarterback for you. You know what I'm saying? Just, promise just you won't call. throw 30. <laughs> yeah, promise, promise. Maybe 29. <laughs> so anybody nah, is... No, 29. I'll be better than that. Man. You got me. Just, yeah, just in case. Just in case. No more than 25. <laughs> exactly. But when you say, oh, we could, if we can him win with him, we can win with anybody... That is pretty disrespect. You can't win with anybody. Like the guy might not. He make he might make mistakes, but yeah. they still. He is still an NFL quarterback. Absolutely. It's not just fucking Joe Schmo who works at the Wawas down the street. Exactly. At least he had the thirty touchdowns. Man. At least yeah, he had the thirty yeah. touchdowns. Now somebody who and I know you're like, <laughs> I know you're like, wait, Jameis just got cooked. How can it go deeper than this? But it does, Evan. But it does because Roy Williams, the coach of the. UNC Tar Heels. Now we're now we're switching over. We're switching lanes here to basketball, mm-hmm. to college okay. basketball. Um, UNC. They're having a really tough season. Normally they're a powerhouse. That's where Jordan went yeah. and so many other super duper stars. They won a national championship very recently, mm-hmm. right? They've been a powerhouse of college basketball. Absolutely. But this season they're having a really tough season, and the coach, Coach Roy Williams, who's a legend. Has come out and said, "This is my least talented team I've ever had." Wow, you know, no, he's not, he's not giving himself any credit at all. He's just taking all the, not taking any responsibility. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. And it's like, and it's like, and not only that, he didn't stop there, but he said, "I told the guys, you know what? You have to work hard, come out and bring your A game," which is that's a good thing yeah. to say. But then he, he he goes on, so he says, "You just have to go out and bring your A game, even though y'all don't even have an A game." Man. <laughs> that one is ouch that man. one is even i think even more maybe fucked up than the Jameis and bruce Arians situation well, to say it's the if... least talented i've ever seen and they don't even have an a game like yeah well here's a trend here that i'm i got a trend yeah. going on yeah. uh coach i don't know how college works but if you need a player you just give me a call you know what i'm saying i, I don't mind the help yeah. me out man I got, I got a good shot i'm telling you he's man. got an a game three right points all day <laughs> still got some eligibility left exactly <laughs> <laughs> and i think the ironic thing like you were saying you have to take credit as the coach roy williams you fucking recruit the players dude you recruit the players. It's not like with Bruce Arians, maybe with Adam Gase. They can feel a little salty. Like, look, the general manager, they they pay the players. They do the contract negotiations, mm-hmm. trades, free agents, etc. Yes. College, that's up to you, dude. If you're like, this is my least talented team ever, you're the one. You're the one. Yeah. Right? It's like you order yourself dinner, and then it comes, and you're like, this is disgusting. Right? Sometimes and I know- you just got to eat it. Eat that nasty-ass meal you got there. Exactly. It's like, you fucking ordered it, <laughs> yeah. man. You ordered the lobster pancakes. Yeah. That actually yeah. does sound kind of good, though. Lobster but- <laughs> Interesting. I mean, I don't know, man. That's... Might it might be good, but it might just ruin your stomach. <laughs> Shit but for a week. It's, it's like, you know what? If you're going to order the lobster pancakes, you got to go out on the limb. You put yourself yeah. on that limb yeah. first. Yeah. I know he's disappointed. Cole Anthony, who there's a good chance he will be one of the top probably five picks in the NBA draft this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. He's been battling a lot of injuries. So I'm sure if Cole was playing, Roy Williams would not be saying this is my least yeah. talented team ever. 
But now that they're losing a couple games, and it could just be a motivational tactic. Yeah. Some coaches like to diss their players to kind of be like, all right, prove me wrong then. That's true. But in the same token, like, that's like morale just just getting shot down into the dirt. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, you sometimes you want to get a little bit of praise, you know? If you're like, yo, I, I suck every day. It's like, man, why am I working for you then, man? I'm not going to work hard for you then. Like, what is that going to do for me? Because he's not paying us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, making a bunch of money. But, you know. No, you're right, Dev. You're right. And it's like. Sometimes you need a little power of positivity. You absolutely. Know? Empower these guys. Make them feel confident. Let them know, like, you believe in them, right? Exactly. And the dissing, I mean, hopefully they do want to prove them wrong and, and come out and get a couple wins, but. It could, like you're saying, it could be like, fuck this, I'm transferring. Yeah. I don't want to coach you just exactly. says I suck. Just lose the whole team. Everybody just transfers. Then what? You just sitting there, no team. And you can just stop <laughs> it at bring your A game no matter what, right? Yeah. Hey, our best player is injured. You might not be the highest recruited guys who are left on the team. Just do your best, yep. right? Then you just leave it at that. Say even though When you say even though you don't have an A game, you don't need to twist the knife back in after you like yeah. give a little... Also, if you're coaching the fundamentals... Mm-hmm. You don't really need a superstar. Look at like I mean, you got mm-hmm. if you look at the Spurs and all those years ago, yeah. they're just passing the ball around. You know, they had obviously Tim Duncan and mm-hmm. um, Ginobili. You know, yeah, they had some Harvard, good players, yeah. but at the end of the day, they're just sharing the ball, passing it around. Someone's yeah. open, just easy buckets all day. That's why they won that that championship. Easy Absolutely. buckets all day. You're so-, so if you're coaching them, mm-hmm. right, you should be just going through the fundamentals. If you think they're not like superstar, that's fine. Just then you have to coach your ass off a little bit harder than you usually do, right? Like you know what I mean. So what are you what are you gonna say there? That's totally true. And when you look at college basketball, especially, everybody's like, "What and Dunn's are ruining the game? How come the guys are not even there for an education? All this stuff." Yeah. Well, look at these guys. Zion Williamson, he was one and done. Did he win the title? No, he didn't. And uh, he was the first pick. Yeah. Before that, Markel Fultz, he was the number one pick. DC native, he didn't win the championship either. His team actually fucking sucked. Yeah. Before him, DeAndre Ayton, he was the number one picked. Yeah. He went to Arizona. His team didn't win the title. So it's not just that the one and done teams win. Actually, when you nope. look at the last couple of teams, Virginia, Villanova, and UNC all had like mostly a lot of seniors on the team, a yeah. lot of veterans on the team. Mm-hmm. It's not, they don't recruit the, always the top, top, top guys. They are starting to now that they're yeah. winning titles. Mm-hmm. But like you're saying, Win it with fundamentals. Win it with win it with team play. And Roy Williams, he needs to take more responsibility. It's like, dude, this is your program. You're in charge of everything. Yeah. Now you can't come complaining about the way it looks. No. Somebody else who needs to learn a little lesson about taking responsibility, Jason Garrett, the coach, the now ex-coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Now, we've been talking about all these end-of-season interviews. Obviously, Roy Williams, that he's still in season. But with Jason Garrett, his season wrapped up for the Cowboys, and the Cowboys narrowly missed the playoffs this year, despite having a super stacked team full of pro bowlers, full of talent on the team. And they asked him about missing the playoffs, and he basically said, you know what, we tried our best, but it was out of our hands. That is the most shirking responsibility I've ever seen. And I know, like, I think he was mostly talking about, well, in the final week of the season, Philly had the advantage over Dallas. So if both teams won... You know, Philly was playing the Giants, Dallas was playing, you know, the Redskins, then Philly had the advantage. But it wasn't out of your hands because the whole fucking season was in your hands. Yeah, that's a vague statement, you know. But I think, I feel like he was probably thinking more specifically about just like 
if we win this game and uh-huh. it doesn't matter if we win it or not, if they win, they won. Yeah. You know, they get they get to the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? I think it's being watched. I'm going to give them some credit. But actually, maybe not. Because fuck the Cowboys. Ooh. Ooh. ooh get back ooh. at you. <laughs> no, also, it's like, okay, you can say it was out of our hands. Yeah. Okay, maybe one week it was out of your hands. But the previous yeah. 16 weeks, Absolutely. it was in your fucking hands the whole time. Absolutely. I know about procrastinating. <laughs> <laughs> no, so do I. I'm... No, I got you. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you weren't like really working hard all your season and then you just were scratching by and then it all came down to one exam. Mm-hmm. You know, and you just crammed. Mm-hmm. If if I have a newborn baby and I say, Evan, would you hold my baby for a moment? And you accidentally drop the baby. Yeah. And then I'm like, what the hell's going on? And you're like, it's out of my hands. We're like, well, now it's fucking out of your hands. <laughs> yeah, literally. Now, <laughs> now that you dropped it, <laughs> yeah. it didn't have to be. Yeah, exactly. It didn't have to be this way. Exactly. No. <laughs> <laughs> did not have to be this way. No, so <laughs> you got yourself in that position, Jason, and that's why he got himself out of a position with the Dallas Cowboys. He's no longer employed. Now he's doing his interviews and stuff, but take responsibility. Nobody wants to hear it's out of your hands when you're the fucking coach of the team. No, no. Nobody wants to hear it's out of your hands no. when you're the one whose job yeah. it is to get shit done. Yeah, you gotta say a little, be a little bit more politically correct, I guess. You know what I mean? Be like, you know, you know, we worked hard, you know, it just, we just, we just missed a few cues, you know what I mean? Didn't work out, uh. Well, we'll we'll get them next time. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We'll get them next time. I, I'm proud of my team. You know, positivity, man. Power of positivity. I think that might be a theme. Yeah, the power of positivity. Man. I love it. Yeah, man. Feeling good? Yeah. All right, I'm just gonna pee really quick and then we have like the last segment. You're killing it. word. family as we all know there's something we have to do every single time before we say goodbye that is to honor our mask off performer of the week that is in honor of and an homage to future thank you so much future and if you guys haven't listened to life is good yet please do it the man the man came out fucking oh my god and the video oh boy video i just all i have to say is it gets me excited just it makes me want to just jump through a window or something not out not to hurt myself just it really makes me want to break some shit or just run around (laughs) the block or something the video had multiple versions of drake and future just running around the whole thing listen to life is good more drake future that's all you want thank you so much future just for (laughs) for everything you've done here for us and can future and drake just please just make a boy band already just right the flakes or something like that just make it official because yeah. everything they make together is exactly. fire. You know what? Shout out to Drake's new earrings too. Look Shout at out to Drake. <laughs> please, guys. Please. I know you're listening. Please just fucking make it official. Yeah. Because every time these guys link up, it's gold. They complement each other so well. They do. Please make this official. Thank you, Future. And now we're going to get... Drake's earrings. Yeah, thank Specific. you to Drake's earrings as just well. Just the earrings. Just the earrings, that's I'm all. I like Drake. <laughs> and thank you to your turtlenecks as well. Drake yes, brought absolutely. turtlenecks back. <laughs> mask on. Fuck it, mask on. Mask on. Fuck it, mask on. Mask on. Also, shout out to Steve Harvey, whose Future... Uh, is dating his daughter. Yeah. So I have to say it's funny. I saw something with Steve Harvey walking down the street. Someone asked him about that. Yeah. And he was like, I don't know, know nothing about that. <laughs> you don't know a bunch of dollar and Jesus? Which is ironic <laughs> considering the way Steve Harvey likes to portray himself and stuff. Kinda makes me laugh. 
and it's like Steve Harvey like hung out with Donald <laughs> Trump and shit, and it was like, what are you doing, oh, Steve boy. Harvey? And Steve, Steve Harvey. Harvey's trying to like preach to the public and stuff. I like I like Steve Harvey, just yeah. you don't need to hang with Donald Trump. Nah, like, man. But uh, that was kind of a funny <laughs> one when it was like, well, <laughs> he didn't want no comments. He could say he didn't want to say nothing about that. But all right, Meek did have a uh, line. In his song with Drake, Going Bad, where he said, I got Lori Harvey on my wish list. Oh. That is Steve Harvey's daughter. So she was on Meek's wish list. Mm. But she was like, sorry, wish away, buddy boy. Cause but she was looking to the future. <laughs> she was looking to the future, for <laughs> you sure. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, and, you know, it's no offense to Meek, but, you know, she she had to make her choice. She had to make the business decision. And... It's hopefully everything's still cool between those two guys. Um, it's ironic that one. This has been our longest lead-in ever for the Mask Off Award, and I'm glad we started off by talking about future, talking about his relationships, of which there have been many. It's hard to even keep track. We might need like a new encyclopedia album just for just for that future yeah. relationship sagas. There's been a lot of relationship news coming in, right? Danica Patrick, who, you know, was a legend in terms of being a a pioneer for women in racing. She was a NASCAR driver. She and Aaron Rodgers, they're officially moving in together. Nice. They got a house together in Cali. Congratulations. We love uh, super power couples, athlete power couples, right? I mean, we've talked about... Megan Rapino and Sue Bird, who are, you know, U.S. women's soccer and basketball team. Yeah. You know, Olympian gold medalists <laughs> who are together, which is wild. This is a pretty good one, though. Uh, obviously, when you think of Danica Patrick, a legend, women driver, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Some, some big names there. They're going to have some very talented children. We've had another exciting development of, of sports love. Between Lindsey Vaughn, who is also an Olympian skier, uh, who was briefly with Tiger Woods, actually, or maybe not so briefly, but she was with hey, Tiger. Tiger Woods been with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> tiger! <laughs> she the whole Tiger! <laughs> hey, hey, Tiger's a Tiger, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, and she is now engaged to P.K. Subban, who is a hockey player. She actually proposed to him, nice. which is awesome. So there's a lot of athlete love going around. Uh, the very first episode of I'm Open Podcast, we did a siblings in sports power rankings. We had a lot of awesome siblings in sports. We might need to come back now and do a couples in sports power rankings, especially now with these two couples coming in hot. Yeah, man. Obviously, you have Tom and Giselle, even though she's not technically an athlete. I guess models need to have an athletic lifestyle to maintain yeah. their figure. Yeah, I'll say that. Give them credit. Yeah, so we have a lot of... We, uh, <laughs> Zach Ertz and his wife, Julie Ertz, who plays uh, for the women's uh, national soccer team as well. Uh-huh. Josie Altidore, who uh, plays for U.S. men's soccer team, also is with... Sloane Stevens, who's a great tennis player, and I believe they're expecting. Congratulations, guys. So Congratulations. if I'm not mistaken. So <laughs> so we'll, ha- we'll cover all these guys in, in depth when we do the, the power rankings. Also, all these people have the most athlete names I've ever heard of in yeah. my life. My she, goodness. Yeah. What? Josie Altidore? Uh, Josie Altidore. Altidore? That sounds like they were born with a ball in their hand. That sounds like an athlete you know or like uh, <laughs> one of like Harry Potter's friends. That's that as well, man. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was about to say one of those spells was it Strubiamus. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. With some of those people, you do think like, uh, like Sloan Stevens. That sounds like yeah. it's a movie character. Yeah. Carmelo Anthony. 
Like yeah, man. they knew that man was yeah. gonna be Carmelo Anthony. Like it just some of these they names. They dunked are just, him when he was bad. <laughs> some of these names are just too perfect. <laughs> yeah. So you know, with all this lead-in, you're probably wondering, I'm open family, who the fuck is the actual mask off award winner this week? And it's not just Cupid for making all these folks fall in love with other superstar athletes. The mask off award goes to somebody who literally took his real mask off. And that is a gentleman, Victor Oladipo, another DMV native, another, uh, another DeMatha product, uh, along same, same uh, place Markel Fultz went, a lot of NBA players, same place that Chase Young went. There's a good chance he's going to be one of the top three picks in the draft. There's a good chance he's coming back home here to the Washington Redskins. So, Victor Oladipo, you already said you love that show. You know what yeah. I'm talking about. Mass Singer, man. That the boy can singer, sing. That boy can really sing. Yeah. Not as good as me, of course. But no, <laughs> no. But, not like, yeah. but no, I'm not kidding. But he's really good, man. I did not expect that from that, that mass. He's an incredible singer. Yeah, he's very good. He had released... It's funny because they always say athletes want to be rappers. Rappers want to be athletes. Yeah. People say that all the time. And you've seen so many athletes who have come out with music. Right, yeah. Shaq and Kobe both yep. did it. Dame Not was- very successful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to varying degrees of success. But I'll say Oladipo can be successful yeah. if he wanted to. Man, he's a um, good cat. Dame Lillard obviously yeah. has been doing. He he's he's a good. He's he can actually yeah. really spit. Yeah. But Victor, he had another angle. He does not rap. His is like love songs and R and B. More up your alley, yeah. Man, actually. Yeah. You guys could really form a nice little boy group. Man, too. boy, we, I collab. Why not? Yeah, you guys hey. would be great together. <laughs> So he was on The Masked Singer. He made it really far. Yeah, he did. Um, And he has a great voice. It wasn't just on it. Sometimes when they put athletes on these shows, like Celebrity Apprentice or whatever, so if you think you can dance, whatever, yeah, it's like yeah. they get out like week one. Yeah. but He, he was, made it deep in the he's game. He's coming. He's coming for it. Yeah. And he really is a great voice. Yep. So were you watching the show the whole yeah, time? Yeah, I watched the whole entire So show. you saw what I'm talking about here. At the end, he took his ma- mask off. And there was some heavy flirtation going on between him and Nicole and one of the judges, Nicole <laughs> Scherzinger. Scherzinger. Yeah. Uh, who? Why is she? Was she a pussycat doll? Is that yep. why she was famous? Yep. Pussycat doll. Shout out to the pussycat <laughs> dolls. If you're under 20 years old, you have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. No, this is not like a build a bear type thing. No. This was a <laughs> this was a girl group. Uh, didn't like did he start the like mm, organizer started or something like yeah. that? Um, I'm trying to remember. Was loosen up my buttons? Was that them? Yeah, loosen up, up my, my buttons, buttons baby. I think that's the only one I remember. Of yeah, that. me too. I don't know any. What you want me to do? But that was a joint. Yeah, it was jamming. I think, like, did they have, like, Snoop Dogg guests on that song, too? I think think so. Uh, I think so. So, Evan, I'm glad you actually watched the show, right? Because I didn't watch the whole show. I just kind of watched this moment here at the end with Vic. Obviously, I'm a big fan of his. And it was a little, there was some sexual tension in the air. And it sounds like, even though she hasn't been in the singing game herself, she's ready to loosen up her buttons back again for Vic. Yeah. Now, do you think this was like a real thing? Do you think they're actually into it, or do you think it was just like a uh, stage? I mean, thing? so she was flirting with him from like the beginning because he sang so well, but mm-hmm. he's also in a giant costume as well. So, like, I mean, I, maybe, but like, I couldn't imagine at first not knowing who it is at all being serious. 
But maybe after when she saw him, she's like, oh, shit, man, maybe I will. You know what I mean? I don't know. It depends. I don't know. I was totally wondering about that too, Evan. Yeah. So she was flirting with him. It's really, you're playing a risk when you're flirting with somebody wearing a costume and a mask. Exactly. That's how fucking <laughs> Romeo and Juliet met. And we saw how that handled. Yeah. ended. They yeah. all die. Yeah, man. So, I mean, Tinder, sometimes it's like, oh, not that I'm on Tinder, but I've heard that sometimes it's like, oh, it's hard to tell what they look like because you take different angles yep. of your photos and different filters that make you look like yeah. you have a bl- butterfly on your eyebrow yep. or some bullshit. <laughs> so then when you meet the person, you're like, wait a sec. Yeah, there's an episode of South Park kind of about that. It was funny. <laughs> like, so, I mean, not to like rip off too no, much, go ahead, but go in ahead. the episode, uh, there was like a girl that they considered not as good looking at the school in the South Park episode. And then what they did, they helped the girl by photoshopping her picture and oh putting gosh. it on the internet. And then the boys just started loving the girl so much, you know, and like trying to date her just based on the picture. So they would walk around the school holding hands, but they'd just be looking at their phone at the girl. In the oh, picture. God. That's terrible. <laughs> it, was kind of, it was pretty funny. But it is, re- yeah. it is real. Like, obviously, with everything yeah. South Park does, it reflects. Yeah. And they just... They 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 go to the limit of like what they can get away with and really poke holes in yeah. the shit that's going on yeah. in our society, right? Yeah, absolutely, like, absolutely. Hey, that's people why basically do date people on, because man. of their photos. That's yeah, real. exactly. So you know, but so uh, I mean that hits it. That hits yeah. it, right? So yeah, it's a, maybe a little risky for that reason to like date somebody when you just see their photos because you're not sure in person. Did they Photoshop this? Did they trim that? Whatever, right? Yeah. But when they have a mask on. You literally have no idea no. who it is. No, like, it could have been anybody, right? Yeah. Could have been any age. It could have been somebody who's married. Like, she has no idea. So, I mean, that's kind of a risk of her flirting with him. I guess she liked his voice. And she can tell he's tall. Yeah. That is the one thing. So, maybe yeah. that was kind of the hit. Yeah. She's like, I've dated probably at some tall people before, at least, you know. Yeah. And, <laughs> I, she, I mean, even in the costume, and I know they have giant masks on. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen the show, the masks are like freaking like huge. It must be heavy to sing with those. Yeah. But you could still tell like, okay, he's a really big dude. He's like 6'4". So yeah. I'm sure if the contestants were standing next to each other, what was his character? Like, he was uh, like, his name was Thingamajig. Thingamajig. So he was just like a monster, basically. A weird blob. Yeah. It's hard to keep coming up with yeah, different like a masks. tall green head. Yeah. They look like, kind of like a... Broccoli or something. <laughs> okay, broccoli so is... we'll definitely post the thing of a jig on Some on on uh, the I'm open uh, <laughs> yeah. Instagram. I'm open underscore pod. Follow us for for content you won't find anywhere else. That's a fucking promise. Absolutely. And uh, and you'll you'll get to see what thing of a jig looks like if you would have hit on him or not. If he would have turned <laughs> you on or not. But maybe she saw the contestants out standing next to each other and she was like, "This one looks tall. Andy can sing. Yeah. Love songs and shit." So yeah. it was turning around. Sometimes, sometimes that's all you needed. You know yeah, I mean? <laughs> exactly. Or uh, maybe do you think the judges have any idea who the people are? Or do you um, think they really, I, really don't know? I would like to think they really, really don't know. I, otherwise, the whole show is just a lie. But um, I, <laughs> <laughs> but it I wouldn't think really they don't change know. it that much if the judges knew, right? Because the judges, it's not like um, if you get guessed, you're out. No, no. But um, like if they guess you right, you still stay. That's in. true. That's true. It's just if the audience votes you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, yeah, the audience votes you out. So there's really not that much point of right the judges. There. Like the judges vote every time, but it's they're more just for, there like, for entertainment. Comedy, right? and yeah, yeah, entertainment. Yeah, you know, and to make, make funny guesses of who it is. Yeah. The other thing that I noticed that was interesting. So he just had like a surgery, 
Um, and he had like a rip on the pants of his character. Yeah. That was like where he had surgery. Oh. Ah. Was that too deep of a cut? Like I feel no, like maybe so that the... was probably just a clue he's trying to give. Yeah. You know what I mean, um, yeah. they so like throughout the show they yeah. give little clues about who they are. Yeah. Usually they're super vague, so they kind of wait for the better clues towards the end of yeah. the series. But um, yes, yeah, that's that probably just one of those little clues that he dropped down. Because he had that injury, you know. Yeah. And also, he was kind of limping around anyway. He was. Yeah. Um. So you, it was you could kind of put a few little guesses together, and I think Nicole yeah. also guessed at some point it was uh, Victor. Oh, she guessed know. it was him. Yeah, yeah. Um. But you know, they didn't know until they actually were revealed when the. Of course. Yeah, yeah. And I, I do think several people were guessing it was him. Yeah. It makes sense because he doesn't have, he doesn't have to play right now or travel with the team because of his injury. Yeah. When the limp, it really makes sense. Yep. And he loves to sing. And yeah. when you think of, like, which athlete would want to go on who likes to sing, obviously the point of the show is to, like, really fucking surprise people yeah. and be like, what? Yeah. SpongeBob can sing? Or whatever, some random yeah. character. Yeah. But uh, not that, I mean, Victor Oladipo's a real person. SpongeBob's yeah. a character. But uh, I know. And, like, just really when you think about it, it's kind of easy to kind of, like, start to narrow down who yeah. it might be. Like, this dude's a giant, first of all. And he gives basketball clues. So he, he probably plays in the mm-hmm. NBA yeah, or something because yeah. he's a giant. And yeah. he's giving clues to basketball. He's limping around. How many people are limping around on that mm. specific leg? You know, right now. You know what I'm saying? You could probably break it down and probably get a pretty educated guess. Yeah. Sometimes you recognize people's voices a little bit. So mm-hmm. it's like, all right. And know. they don't change their voice at all, right? Because it's no, like a no, singing no. contest. Yeah, so you yeah. would need to keep your same voice. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people on the interwebs worth saying, like, it's Vic. It's Vic. Like, yeah. Because, like you're saying, you can kind of put two and two together. Like, yeah. Who's injured right now? Who can't play? Who likes to sing? And then by the songs he was picking, it's like, yeah, those are the songs Vic would pick. It was yeah. like love type songs, and like it was in up his alley, yeah, right? which yeah. makes sense. You want to make yourself sound good. So, do you think Evan is this going to be a real thing? Do you think they're actually going to go on a date? You are know we... what? I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just be positive and be like, yeah, man, they're gonna just spread the love. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna go on a real date. You know, who knows where it's going to go? Because he seemed like he was interested, but who knows if he was just saying that, like, for the show. Yeah. Or if he actually was, but... I think there's more of a chance of Nicole saying it for the show, because, I mean, he was singing well, you know, he's trying to be funny and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I don't know. For her side, it's a little crossing the line, because it's like, this is your job. I know it's not that hard of a job. You're yeah. just like, good job! <laughs> good job! Let me guess, are you Vince Vaughn? And, like, that's the whole thing. Yeah. But... That is technically your job. So is that crossing a professional line? Or do you think since it's just like a show, it's entertainment, like it's it's good for her to like publicly during the show be like, hey, you're hot. Would you want to go out? I mean, I think it's I think it's fine. I mean, they probably let before they uh, started the show, they're like, you can say or be yourself. Just mm-hmm. say what the hell you want to say, basically, within yeah. reason. You know what I'm saying? So they probably just I mean. If those are the rules or those are the parameters your boss set for you within his job, it's fine. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. Nothing wrong with a little little playful flirting. You know, unless you got another person with you. You know, unless you're spoken for already. <laughs> well, it seemed like they were both single by the vibes yeah. they were giving off. Yeah. Vic seemed like interested and excited. I the the, the thing about it. You know, Nicole Scherzinger is 41. She's from Hawaii, actually. Uh, And Vic is 27. Not that it's, you know, there's a lot of couples that are separated in age. She looks great. She does. You know, so does he. He's he's a handsome guy. He's a good singer. He is a 
He's tall. He yeah. seems like a really nice guy. Yeah. Professional NBA player, multimillionaire. I'm sure he doesn't have a much of a problem, you know, either. No. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why it's, I'm not, I don't think he's like desperate at all. I think it could work. That's why sometimes celebrities date celebrities because yeah. it's like, look, I don't really need you. You don't need me, but we yeah. both get each other. Also in Hollywood, I feel like there's a lot of couples who are, have a huge age gap. Age gap, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and I mean, she looks young. You know, she still she looks, looks great. great. You know what I mean? 27 to 41. I mean, I'm 27. Yeah. It does when I when I when I say it out loud, it's weird. Like, uh, if I think about dating a 41 year old, yeah, I don't feel like I'm personally mature enough to date somebody in their 40s. But you never know. Maybe yeah. she still has the childish, yeah, you know, energy to her. Yeah. And Vic seems like a very mature guy. He's been in the spotlight since he was like 19. So. Absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, it's about your maturity levels, or in, or it's not even about that, man. If you like each other, you know, and you guys are vibing and everything's. Everything, everything's good. You know, why not? You know, shoot, mm-hmm. man. I mean, I'm not gonna judge. I mean, it just get, if they were too young, now that's the problem. That, that is a problem. Yeah. Yes, but everybody, is everybody's mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. This is reminding me of, um, and we're really having a circular mask off, but I think it's bringing a great discussion. Recently, Keanu Reeves. Did you see? Like he t- he went to like the Academy Awards or Golden Globes. Just, I don't really watch those because uh, they only you know nominate white people. So yeah, it's I not watch, really watch fuck that. But uh, <laughs> Keanu Reeves showed up to one of them with a woman who was like ten years older than him. Yeah. And Keanu Reeves is a fucking boss. Like yeah. everybody loves Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Matrix, John Wick, oh, like so many. Next year, I think is next year. Both the Matrix, new Matrix movie. Yeah. And John Wick 4. So Matrix 4 and John Wick 4 coming out on the same day. What? Yes. I don't know how he does it all, man. I don't know how he does it all either. But I'm going to have to just have to spend all yeah, day. Spend the movie all day. <laughs> <laughs> Buy one ticket and just right? pop over from yeah. theater four to don't theater five. Him. Don't, don't uh, tell him. Uh, never mind. We're not doing that. <laughs> but uh like he's a like he's a legend obviously like we were saying with Vic Oladipo like he can probably date basically whoever he wants and everybody was like oh my god and she's not famous I think she is in Hollywood but she's like a writer or producer or something she's like a behind behind the scenes person yeah and he was like everybody's like oh my god Keanu Reeves is dating an older woman but everybody was like you know that shows he's not like shallow he's genuinely like into her for probably their conversations yeah yeah the hobbies they share, etc. Right, so I think Vic Oladipo is the same thing. He seems like a really well-rounded guy. Yeah. Seems like a nice, respectful young man. Yeah. Even though we're the same age, uh, mature guy, head on straight. Absolutely. So I don't think age is a big thing to him. I no. think he sees what's what's inside, not out. Absolutely. So you know, you know, our best wishes to the happy couple. Absolutely, man. Mask off to Vic Oladipo, and I guess mask off to Nicole Scherzinger as well for revealing her love to him live on the air. That takes balls. Yeah. And guts. Yeah, I mean. When I don't know, there was last episode when he finally took mm-hmm. his mask off. I mean, I didn't see that they were like outrightly flirting with each other much yeah. more, you know, than it, like the show before when he had the mask on and stuff mm. like that. But you know, if that's what they want to do, man, I'm fully supportive, you know what I mean? Yeah, so am I. Yeah. Well, thank you, Evan. This has been an incredible episode. I know the I'm Open family is fired up to have you back on the show. Always great to get to hang and, and share and just shoot the shit, share stories, Absolutely, talk about man. shit. Before we go, where can people listen to your music? Where can people follow you? If people want you to train them, where can they see you? Give me give me everything. It's probably easiest to just go to my Instagram because they got the link in the bio. Um, my name is on Instagram, Mr. Jazz, and it's spelled 
mr.jahzz. Um, also, if you got SoundCloud, it's um, Evan Wilson Holly. So you can just search it on SoundCloud. If you don't have a SoundCloud, just go to the link and still listen. And soon I'll put it on um, iTunes, make it a little easier for you guys. Anytime you want some training, hit me up on that Instagram for most of your needs. Facebook, whatever you want. Yeah. Um, shoot, man, maybe you should play a little bit of something, something with Mike. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's play it. Why not? That is my what's the harmony is the song that's out now that I just released. Yeah, so here a little snippet snippet. That's a little piece, you know, if you want to hear more, you know, do what I just asked you to do. Just look at my Instagram, look at my SoundCloud, and there'll be more. I rap too, so that was one of my singing ones, you know, uh, like me and Victor Oladipo, man. Shout out, maybe we're going to collab one day, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, that was just a little free sample for <laughs> yeah, you guys, and luckily, it's still free to listen anyway. Exactly. If you want to listen to the whole song, which I definitely encourage, Harmony, if you want to have a little special moment with the one you love, as we talked about all these special lovers exactly. in our podcast, and Vic... I hope you're listening, man, because you guys could do some great things together. You got similar Absolutely. vibes, and you will really make them wet and excited all around the world exactly. if you guys team up. <laughs> and if you want to just like, if you you and your girl, Nicole Scherzinger, want to vibe out together, why don't you go to that, listen to that song together, put you right in the mood. That'll definitely get you. <laughs> well, Evan, thank you so much, man, for being on I'm Open. Anything before you go, you shout it out. Anything you'd like to say to the I'm Open family before you say goodbye? You know, I mean, I just want to say thank you for having me again, man. I really appreciate it. We've been friends for a very long time. Love you, man. It's always a pleasure chatting with you. And I love coming on the pod, man. We're going to do some more, man. Absolutely. I love to do it, man. Absolutely, man. It's going to be the second of many more been friends for over 20 years and we're gonna make it another 100 years brother yes, sir. appreciate you love you man all right love you bro thanks for listening to i'm open don't forget to give us a rating write us a review and tell your friends to listen to the show and you can follow us on instagram at i'm open underscore pod for one-of-a-kind content you won't find anywhere else everybody have a great night and don't forget to stay open Thank you.